Hey, I'm Nicole, a digital marketing services expert for entrepreneurs and your host of the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. On this show, we are going to be pulling back the curtain on how to create the lifestyle of your dreams. I created my dream lifestyle through working online, creating a business that lights me up every single day, traveling the globe, and generating wealth. On this show, we will deep dive into all of these topics and so much more. I have created my own online business from literally zero after discovering my passion for online business and my non-complacency for working for somebody else in a nine to five job. On this podcast, I will be sharing everything I have learned and everything I'm still learning because how I got to where I am today should not be kept a secret. It's your time to love your work, build your wealth, and create the lifestyle of your dreams. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Work, Wealth, and Travel. So today we have a guest on our show who is a nomad who also started her own business, which is really exciting and something I love to discuss here on the show. So I can't wait for you to get to know her a little bit more and her story and her why. Before we dive into that, let's hear a little bit more about Ash. So Ash was born and raised in Sydney, Australia. She was once a backpacker and has now turned to expat living in the Italian Alps with her first love and her little chihuahua, Pedro. She worked as a disability caregiver for vulnerable people for three years in Sydney before she worked as a caregiver in London. Not only has Ash seen the side to working as a caregiver, but she's also once been on the receiving end of special services as she also went through her own lived experience with mental health over nine years ago. A period of four years she refers to as her magic years. This was a time when she became empowered to start her own wellness journey and to later help others with their own. Ash, this is such an amazing story, and I can't wait to dive into it a little bit deeper with you. So can you give us a little bit more info on who you are and how you became a nomad? Where did that idea come from for you? Uh, okay, so I um, always wanted to travel. Uh, when I was younger, I always had the dream to travel, always had that passion for seeing other places, discovering other other aspects of the world unfortunately my kind of life my life took a bit of a turn uh, led me down a different path and then after I came out of that period that I do refer to as my magic years which was about four years um, I slowly started to uh, reconnect with those goals of traveling um, and then I guess um, what led to me becoming a nomad was was backpacking I backpacked for about three and a half months I, um, you know, before that I was dedicated to saving up as much as I could um, before then and finally fulfilling this dream, which happened. I then had plans to actually live in London and continue traveling, you know, working in London and then traveling where I could because coming from Australia, you know, you, you come so far, you want to make the most of your time, you know, when you're in Europe. Um, but then, yeah, that's, that, that didn't work out as planned either. And I found myself back in Australia. 
Um, so that was that was an interesting twist because I kept telling people, yeah, I'm going to go five years living in London. That's my goal. I'm going to travel and see the world and work on my computer and that's how I'm going to earn an income. And it never happened. So it, um, yeah, it's interesting how it worked out. But um, eventually then I connected to my partner and she was the reason that now I'm actually an expat. And um, yeah, that's kind of the, the leading story up to becoming a bit of a nomad and travel and that kind of thing. Yeah. Cool. I love it. That's awesome. And I love the fact that you mentioned because I kind of have a similar story in that about um, you telling everyone, you know, oh, I'm going to be going for five years and see you yeah. never. Yeah, and I hyped it then, up. I hyped it up way too much. And then it's just, and that's, that's the nice thing too about kind of having that freedom is that if it doesn't work out or if you don't love a place, then you always have home to be able to go back to for myself when my initial journey started five years ago and that was teaching English so I wanted to leave Canada and I was just like I you know if if everything goes as planned and unless something goes really horrible I don't plan on coming back to Canada for quite some time (laughs) and thankfully it turned out that way for me you know I really enjoyed China um, which is where I went after Canada but yeah I know that you know, it's always not a linear, linear path for everybody. So I'm curious, um, what was your idea of a nomad before you started versus, you know, during or the after your idea of what a nomad is and does, what did those differences look like for you? Ah, okay. So before when I, I didn't even know the concept of, of nomad, what a digital nomad was or anything when I started, you know, backpacking, when I started thinking of these ideas, what if I could travel and, and work at the same time? I think it then became a huge term that was used later on through social media, through influences, you know, you've got, um, online influencers and creators and content creators but then digital nomad really came into that and now obviously the understanding of digital nomad I think is well known by a lot of people uh you know someone who enjoys traveling but works at the same time and has that freedom where they aren't locked down to a certain place and I like to define it now as somebody who you know has obviously more than one home you know, and that's what I classify myself as now is, you know, I've got more than one home and I'm lucky that I have permanent places that I can go to, but it's also about the people you're traveling with as well. I, I think home is, is the people too. So for me, Nomad kind of advanced into this deeper, more philosophical concept that, you know, and it kind of depends on the person and the circumstances, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, there's, it, it eventuated into something that's a little bit bigger than I originally thought it was, uh, which is quite cool. Wow. Yeah, that's really powerful. And I, I really like that because I agree. I think there is kind of advertised one set way. Uh, this is a nomad. You can do this, this, and this. Right. So and these are your kind of options, but it's really, and you know, as I travel more too, it's really anything that you make it to be. And I love mm-hmm. your point of having a second home or maybe even a third or fourth home because really, yeah. yeah, home is where your friends are. Home is what feels the most home to you, where your heart is. Exactly. So yeah, I really yeah. love that. That's beautifully put. <clears throat> so 
um, throughout your nomad journey. And now I know you have a business. So tell us a little bit more about your business and how did that start and how does that play into your digital nomad journey? Okay. So gosh, my business started, well, it was kind of a whole bunch of things that led to, to this one business idea. Obviously, as I was traveling and backpacking, I then returned home to Sydney. And that was when I really wanted to have that freedom of working on my laptop and everything like that. So what happened was that when I moved to to Italy, uh, obviously, employment rate for, for Italians is a little bit difficult, let alone for those who don't speak fluent in the language or anything like that. So my best shot was doing something online. And it started, my business started off with freelancing, copywriting. If you had any idea of a business online, I've tried it. I've tried to work around it, learn about it. So it was, like I said, copywriting, uh, was it digital marketing, social media management? It was then uh, life coaching. Uh, And life coaching is something I'm still very, very passionate about, something I would perhaps pursue in the future. I started working on that business was getting into the ins and outs of that. And then it um, just my life circumstances, it wasn't just quite, it wasn't the right time for me to start that. Then I found self-publishing and self-publishing was, I had never heard of, absolutely had no concept of what self-publishing was or anything like that. I didn't even know, I didn't even realize it was available to people. And I then started learning about it. Um, You know, I learned that you can actually um, upload low content journals onto KDP, Amazon, um, and sell them online and and stuff like that. Unfortunately, the idea of creating low content journals really became inundated with lots of people then having the same idea. And it was hard to get into. So then I was like, okay, well, I found, you know, journaling has always been a massive passion of mine since I was a kid, Um, you know, so I was like, okay, so I found this self-publishing avenue. All right, well, then how can I then turn that idea into something that I can, you know, turn into a brand, turn into a potential business? And so that was kind of what sparked then Zenful Nomad Journals was, okay, I've got this passion for journaling. I've got this passion for psychology and spirituality, combining the two. And I've got a massive passion for helping people. So I kind of found that way. Um, uh, right. Uh, so I Continue. Yeah, of, yeah, continue. Okay. Um, so, you know, the, the, I guess the advice to give people here is to try and put your toes in everything. Try little bits of everything. It took me a long time, at least a year to finally find Zenful Nomad Journals. And I wouldn't have come to that idea if I hadn't dipped my toes in copywriting, social media management. And thanks to actually all of that and all that I did for those different business ideas or working online ideas, I, doing Zenful Nomad Journals would have been a little bit more difficult for me. Um, so I was really grateful for that process, um, which then formed to what I have now. And um, yeah, so that's, that was kind of the journey of how it all, how it all happened. Hmm. And then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I really, and I can totally connect with you. I really like 
in that you said, you know, when you started out your journey, you were like, I tried it all. I did it all. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. Um, And I definitely know that I can, but it's interesting as you go along, you realize my passions don't lie in everything and I'm not good at everything. And I don't want to spend my time doing, you know, this, this, or this, because it just doesn't bring you joy. It's not something that you can spend 10 hours doing. Exactly. And that was another thing. I was like, damn, could I really see myself doing copywriting for like 10 hours a day or, you know, eight hours or whatever? I'm like, oh, I love writing, but not that much, you know? And and then it was just the combination of everything else. I'm very creative. I love psychology. I love spirituality. And then and design, graphic design was a whole new thing for me. And I love it. Like I'm telling you, I love it. I could spend hours on Canva just creating random stuff. And I actually do that in my spare time, which is a little bit sad. I don't I don't go out and socialize. I stay on my computer Canva. No, I'm joking. That's that's not really true. But <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So <clears throat> if you were speaking to somebody who was interested in just starting out on this journey that you have already embarked in and, you know, gained so much experience of what to do and what not to do as well, especially when it comes to being a nomad, starting your own business. What is something that you've learned or two things that you would pass along to them in order to really help them in their startup journey? One thing that really has one thing I've really learned in starting this process is make sure you take time out. Make sure you actually have time away where you're shutting off and you've got time to formulate your ideas. You know, you've got space away from crap, space away from stress, you know, where it's just you or your, your, your book where you're writing down or whether that's on a computer or, you know, pen to paper. Or if you're out walking, I actually found that being out in nature really helped me to to form, just to really not get overwhelmed with everything that I had, Um, you know, and that was something that really helped me throughout this process, but also um, leaning on those people that could support me as well. And I'm a really big believer in having a strong support network. And I'm very lucky in that I've got a very supportive family. My partner is fantastic in supporting me. They all support me in different ways. And I lent on that when I needed to. And I was lucky in that it was reciprocated and people were there for me. Um, And that really helped with with me as well. I was actually lucky because my cousin went through the same process almost at the same time as me. And she also um, helped me with advice about her own business. She's a freelance copywriter. Um, And so we were able to go through that process together and lean on each other together for for advice and uh, information or, you know, just a cry here and here and, you know, now and then it was, you know, but yeah, those are my two main points of advice for anybody wanting to start. Yeah, that's really good advice. And I think it's important, whether you know the person personally or not, to have someone in your business who you can kind of, you know, bounce ideas off of and like a business bestie almost. And I think sometimes it's better to not know them. And there's so many people you can get connected with who, you know, sometimes you just figure like, this is a person I click with. We vibe over Facebook or over so many of the different platforms where there's other entrepreneurs and business owners. But yeah, yeah. 
do you have that yeah. you're nodding your head no okay okay I have to I have to admit there are so many groups on Facebook about digital nomads and it's fantastic you know the specific ones for women as well and it's absolutely amazing the people you meet on there the connections you form but also the information that they give you but they also offer jobs as well like it's it's huge and that's how I actually found uh, one group on Facebook which is fantastic for that and um, I really lent on that as well for for any advice or anything that I needed I went to the group straight away so it's also another good thing yeah, that's amazing. I think I think that's a great piece of advice, actually, is Facebook groups. I think sometimes, you know, people think Facebook is only for your grandparents or your parents or right, whatever. Yeah. And I totally get that. But yeah. um, it also is a really great business and nomad and just kind of everything support network because there are unlimited number of groups on a range of different topics I think any topic right, you can absolutely. think of there's probably yeah. oh, a Facebook yeah. group there's something yeah always yeah. <laughs> absolutely so so going back to your journals now I'm curious I know a lot of business owners have kind of a morning routine or some sort of routine and journaling plays a big part in that so how does that look for you and how do you utilize your journal in you know running your business and also running your personal life okay so my morning will usually start off with a big cup of bloody coffee <laughs> the coffee's on straight away I actually have right next to me um my journal my gratitude journal so I get a very and I'm really big I'm a little bit crazy like this because I have a journal for every specific little thing there's my gratitude journal there's my lists journal there's my business mm. journal there might be a journal for something else in the future and, and whatever so what I do is that I'll get my coffee and I do my gratitude straight away I try to you know, do at least five to 10 minutes of gratitude every morning. I then also use, now this isn't journaling, but it's almost like, um, for me, I keep notes on everything. I create lists, whether that's actually writing them down or they're in my phone. Now I'm more of a traditional person. I like to put pen to paper. So I've also got my business journal. So that is listing my goals, uh, listing what I need to get done during the day um, to achieve certain goals. Um, and then I have another journal about my emotions. So that also, that is a journal that I will only use when I need to. It's, uh, it's a journal just where I write down my emotions or I write down my thoughts. Now, writing down your thoughts can be a little bit, you write too many negative thoughts, you kind of then create more negative feelings. So I try to emphasize writing down my emotions rather than my thoughts. And then... That will be something that will help me through if I'm really stressed out or if I'm experiencing anxiety because, you know, the bureaucratic system here in, in Italy makes it almost impossible to live stress-free. Um, so that is also something that really helps me as well because I am, I do have my partner, but I can't just always rely on her either. And that's where journaling really plays a massive role in how I deal with everyday stress, if there is stress every day, or just big things to help my mind stay calm and stress-free. So, yeah. Wow, that's, that's my, really interesting. My journals. I've yeah, I've never heard of somebody having multiple journals, but I actually think mm. that's a really great idea to kind of 
compartmentalize maybe all of the different things that are going on in your life and I also completely agree and I think that's a really great way to put it is that you you know you don't always want to burden your partner with every you know negative thought or feeling or what's going on and it is also excuse me it is also good to have a record and be able to go back if you ever want to at some point in the future yeah yeah and I actually found that even now I will still look back on journals that I've I wrote during my period of my magic year period or during my travels and I actually look at stuff and I was like oh wow I mean that's deep for me back then (laughs) you know I I thought I was just a baby then you know but but then I you know it's good to make connections between what you how you view that experience now in comparison to what it was in the moment uh it's very 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 interesting and that really helped with my mental health quite a bit later on yeah yeah that's that's a really interesting I've never thought of that that you can look back and the feelings from when you wrote it to when you're looking back on it potentially years later can be completely different feelings and outcomes of seeing how the situation played out Mm -hmm. yeah yeah absolutely yeah Hmm. Amazing. I guess that's all the insight that comes with having so many journals, which is a really great concept, I think. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is good, but then it becomes maybe a little bit too much. Too a little bit overwhelming. Then find, yeah, I then find that I'm collecting journals as I'm going from place to place and I've got this mad collection of journals and they just sit there collecting dust because I've got too many of them. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a mad journaling freak. So I guess that's a, that's an interesting thing because once you maybe, you know, hit the road again, no nomad full-time what are you going to do with all of those journals yeah yeah and that's where the digital journals come into play yeah it's not you know it's a little bit but I've also got to come from the angle that you know not everyone wants a a physical journal just because I'm like that doesn't mean that other people are going to be like that and that's where obviously digital nomad comes into it as well because we use our computers all the time and it's so convenient just having everything on there including a journal so that's um, that's a very interesting thing that I want to dip my toes into as well a little bit in the future. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Um, <clears throat> so I'm curious, how do you find that journaling helps you within your business and help you grow and thrive in your business? Uh, it helps me uh, stay accountable. Uh, you know, it really, you know, it, when I've got the physical, you know, it's something different from thinking of a goal. And writing a goal and having that main goal, but then having the steps that you know you're going to implement it. I honestly think that journaling is detrimental to anyone who runs a business. If I'm really honest, I think you've got to see it. You've got to visualize it. You've got to write it down in words. And then obviously doing, putting, setting that intention, because that also helps you to set your intentions for the future. When you're not writing it and if you're just thinking, yeah, great, you can think it. But writing it goes that extra mile to actually set those intentions in place. And like I said, it holds you accountable. So if you're seeing it there, it's like, damn, I've got to get this ticked off. Then, you know, it's just, it's there to support you and it's there to help you achieve those things. Um, And for me, that's really important um, because if I don't, I can't rely on people. Do you know what I mean? When you run your business, sometimes you are, there are moments where you will be alone and you won't have anyone with you 24 seven to hold you accountable. And that's where my journal plays a really important role for me. Uh, And writing just, and writing in general, to be honest, uh, really helps with that. If I've got ideas, I jot them down anywhere I can. Um, 
you know, my journals play a big role. Oh, by the way, I have a journal with just ideas in it as well. Uh, so that's a separate journal. Um, yeah, so journaling is, is, is huge. It is huge. Um, and yeah, uh, for achieving goals and all that kind of stuff, I think it's very important. Very, very important. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think anyone listening who was not sold on journaling before this episode is now going to be sold on journaling. Yeah, you sold. <laughs> That's what we want. It comes in from the journals. Exactly. You. So on that topic, I'm curious, where do you sell your journals and how did you decide to sell on that specific platform or platforms? Okay. So right now I am only selling on Etsy. Um, so Etsy at the moment, I'm selling printable journals. I haven't yet quite figured out how to put on a physical journal. There's a lot of, uh, nitty gritty details about that. Um, and so that's where I sell at the moment, main, my main products. Now my main, my products at the moment, there aren't a lot. And there is a very specific reason for that. And it's because I take a lot of time in designing my products, in researching my products, I have, I don't know how many links of things that I have, of psychology links that I've read, articles I've read on everything like that. And I go, will go through very specifically those links that I found for a specific uh, journaling thing. For example, gratitude is one that I'm working on um, at the moment. And that's why there, you might not see a lot of products in there, but it is authentic and it is very well researched and it is very well designed. Etsy at the moment is the only place, um, but I also am planning, uh, so I was also approached by Journey, which is an app, and they are starting their own online uh, store uh, called Journey Curate, um, and, my, and that is yet to launch. So that's where another place I'll be selling my products, my printables, and in the future, um, I will be selling them on Amazon, on KDP, but also other print-on-demand websites like places like Lulu. Um, but I'm still in the middle of actually creating that gratitude journal, which is going to be fantastic. It's, it's going to be very detailed. So <laughs> that's why it's taking a little while to just kind of get done. Um, and then in terms of buying my book online, that's, that's that. Uh, I, in the future, also uh, will be establishing my own website as well and having my own store on my website and linking that with my uh, Facebook store and a uh, Instagram store. So there's a lot still in the process. This is very, I mean, I only launched about ooh, two months ago, so I'm still relatively new in getting everything organized. Um, but I want to kind of maximize everywhere. Um, when I do return to Australia, which is very soon in April, I'm actually going to be approaching stores going like the old fashioned way and going into stores. I've got a whole list of stores I want to approach and asking them, you know, Hey, look, it's a gratitude journal. It's bloody fantastic. Do you want to sell it in your store? You know? So that's obviously for people living in Sydney. Um, yeah. Where you'll be able to buy it at selected stores and stuff like that. So Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I love how ambitious you are. And it sounds like you really have done the research on where you want to sell them. You know where, you know why. So I love um, how, how, how I yeah, oh, I love the consistency. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I love that consistency. That's amazing. So, so ending off 
the episode here. Is there any advice that you would give to a listener who is thinking about becoming a nomad, starting a business? You know, you've been through it all. So is there any last words that you want to say? Oh, get rid of the nine to five. Go get the nomad life. It's great. I love it. <laughs> Just do it. Just do it. Uh, I mean, I was lucky in that I was kind of pushed into that because if it weren't for my relationship, I wouldn't have kind of really pursued that that dream of becoming, of traveling and earning money at the same time and running my own business, but just do it. It only starts with one idea and from that idea will come everything, but also don't settle on that idea either and don't be worried if that idea doesn't work out. Like I said, I went through so many different ideas to finally get to Zen for Nomad Journals, but I trusted the process and that is something that's really important. If you trust the process and know that that's what you want, the universe is going to provide. You're going to put that attention out there. It will come back to you. But don't freak out if the first idea doesn't work out. Just keep going and you'll find that that idea might come up just in a better way in the future, which is what happened with Zenful Nomad Journals. So that's my advice. And yeah, get yeah. rid of the nine to five. <laughs> that is, I think that's the most perfect advice. And I do think, you know, of course, get rid of the nine to five. Amazing. And then also uh, it's really important to remember that, you know, what you do, you know, it was both of our situations. It was, I'm sure a lot of other nomads, the first thing that you do once you leave the nine to five and you're like, okay, my computer is my job probably is not going to be where your passion is or what you really want to pursue. I think it took me maybe like eight different trying, you know, eight different things. Like you name it. I've, I've done it. I've tried it. I've been there. I've taken five courses on it. And (laughs) the courses is a different department. My goodness. The amount of courses I've done and still doing. It's ridiculous. I know. I know. And it's so funny because you learn so many skills from all of these courses that come in, in different areas of your life that you would have never imagined. No, no, no way. Like no way would I have imagined that copywriting would help me out with this. Social media marketing would help me out with this. It it was just insane how it just, just came all together. So, so sweetly. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You said it perfectly. Okay. Well, thank you, Ashley, for being on this podcast. I have your link below. So if you are interested in checking out Ashley's journals then definitely click on that link and see what all of the hype is about, I will definitely be clicking right after this episode to check them out. And once again, (laughs) once again, thank you, Ashley, for telling me your story and for sharing your story and your business and being such an inspiration to nomads and aspiring nomads everywhere no worries my absolute pleasure thanks for having me of course Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I really had such a great time speaking with Ashley and I honestly felt so motivated to grab a journal and get journaling right after the episode, but it was a really enlightening episode and every nomad has their own journey and their own story. And I love diving in deeper to hear the stories of others. And if you are just starting out, in being a nomad or thinking about becoming a nomad, then I think this is the perfect episode for you to give a listen to. And it really will get your mind running with possibilities. So thank you for joining us in today's episode of Work, Wealth, and Travel. And we will be back again next week.